This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Off The Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and today, wow, I'm still reeling from the Real Housewives of New Jersey finale. I I swear to God, it, like, affected my sleep. It was so intense, you guys. I can't even, I mean, I can't wait to get into it, but I also just, I have so many thoughts. I have so, so much going on in my head right now. Um, and I do want to talk about Summer House. Um, it isn't, it wasn't the finale this week, although it kind of felt like it, to be honest. Um, the finale is next week. And then this Friday, when another episode, um, of Hot of the Mess comes out, it's going to be strictly just all Vanderpump because it's, it's going to be good. Um, I can't, can't fucking wait. Okay. All right. Let's just go get right into it let's start with summer house okay carl is clearly upset (laughs) clearly because he doesn't like the fact that like he feels someone is hurt by his actions and i don't know like what people like aren't understanding about that he was upset because his engagement feels like it's being like overshadowed by all this negative bullshit but also he's like I don't want to hurt my friend like I do care about Danielle but like what nothing they do nothing Carl and Lindsay do will ever sit right with anybody and it's incredibly I can't even imagine how frustrating that is and so he's obviously upset and Kyle comes out and I mean, tries to comfort him, I guess. Kyle, oh my God. You guys, Kyle drives me crazy. Like, I don't understand how he has become like the mayor of Summer House because he's a little shitster. He needs to stop. Like, because when he relays the information back to the group, when Carl and Lindsay leave, he like didn't make it sound like Carl was upset. He just made it sound like, you know, Carl hates everybody and not like the real reason of like what's going on. And it just, oh, it was like pretty frustrating to watch. And then Danielle, I mean, guys, what the fuck is going on with Danielle? Like I'm being totally fucking serious. I don't understand what really is happening there because it's just absurd behavior. And so Carl and Lindsay leave. They're like, we're going to go spend time with our real friends because these people fucking suck. And I mean, honestly, I get it. If people were acting like that towards me after like a day after I just got engaged, I would lose my fucking mind. And also, I want to remind everybody, like, let's go back in time for a sec. When Kyle proposed to Amanda, he had just cheated on her. Okay, 
he had just cheated on Amanda. And guess what? People celebrated. People were fine with it. They, of course, in confessionals were kind of like, oh, this is weird. But no one was like making them feel bad about it to their face like the day after. You know, they talked about it six months later when they did confessionals for Bravo. Like, it's different. And I just feel sad for Lindsay and Carl that like their shit is just constantly being ruined and people constantly want them to be these people. And um, I just don't really understand it. And I think that that's the most frustrating part about Summer House is like not a lot of truth I feel like is being said. There's a lot of like blaming Lindsay for everything. Everything that goes wrong in this house, it's Lindsay's fault everything. Lindsay's not even there and they'll blame her. And the thing is too, when it comes to Danielle, it's, I do think she might've felt like, okay, I'm always there for Lindsay. I feel like she's not really there for me, but the girls in the house, Paige and Amanda and Sierra and Maya, I feel we're using Danielle as like their pawn to get to Lindsay because nothing they do or say sticks to Lindsay. Lindsay doesn't give a fuck. Okay. She obviously thinks they're all ridiculous and stupid, but like nothing they really ever do or say like really cuts to her. And with Danielle, it's like, that's a real friendship. So they're like, let's fuck with Danielle. And I really think that they planted that seed in Danielle. And I think Danielle took the bait and really ran with it. And I did, I mean, I sound like a conspiracy theorist and maybe I am, but I mean, I, I, I hope that they kind of come to some sort of resolution at the reunion because I do think that this was like a very real friendship, but I feel like Lindsay can see that this was like all coming from the people who hate her no matter what. And this isn't something Danielle like really truly feels in her heart. If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense. I think I'm making sense, but I don't know. Then, you know, Craig is talking to Sierra about how they're, how she's, you know, single and she wants to find someone. And Craig is like really on a redemption tour from last season. I mean, it's crazy because him and Austin were truly the most hated men on Bravo um, for a little bit. And then Scandaval happened. And then Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, the poo-poo heads, kind of took over. And it's kind of interesting now to see Craig. And I'm like, because there are moments with Craig where I like I like him. But then there's other moments like later on when he calls Lindsay a bitch. I'm like, OK, like you got to chill um, on that. But um you know, he's very much in the like, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, I want to get married. I want to marry Paige. I want to do this. And you guys, I just don't see this couple lasting. I mean, I don't think that this is like news to anybody. Um, Sorry, Barb just knocked over my Bob Ross bobblehead. Ugh, how annoying. Um, And I don't think, I just don't see them lasting. Like, for him to cry on the bed and tell Kyle that he feels so alone all the time, that's like really sad. So I kind of have a theory. Come along on this journey. Come along on this conspiracy theory with me. As Lex Nico always puts it, put on your tinfoil hat. And so I think Craig is going to eventually break up with Paige, but is going to be heartbroken about it. 
I bet you he's going to be like, you are someone I love, but like you're not treating me kindly. And he's going to win back the hearts and minds of America. And that I think is his redemption to her because she doesn't seem very nice to him. Like he, I get that he's annoying, but like, sweetie, that's the person that you chose to be with. Like you knew who Craig was. He's someone that spits on the floor. I mean, I remember when she was in Watch It Happens Live and she was like, I love that he's a boy. He's just such a boy. I was like, girl, that's going to, that's going to fade fucking quick, sweetie pie. Okay. And it is because he's crying and she's just so cold to him. And she's just like, why are you crying? Like, I just don't understand. And I don't think it has, I really think that that's just her personality and she needs to be with someone maybe who isn't so sensitive and so emotional because I always say opposites attract, but I don't think that they actually work out. It's very, in my opinion, it's really rare. Like I've dated people in my life who were the complete opposite of me. And at first it's like, you're very attracted like you're very like oh my god they're so different than me blah 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 and um and then like as you continue the relationship and things start to progress you really like start to hate that about them (laughs) like the things that you once loved like you really um don't you know you're not you're not feeling it anymore and I kind of feel like that's what's starting to happen with him and Paige And I also think you have to be on the same page with like where you guys are going to live. Like if you're over the age of 30 and you've been dating someone for a year, I just feel like having that conversation about, okay, well, will we live in New York? Will we live in North Carolina or South Carolina? (laughs) Where is Charleston? Um, (laughs) Sorry. Um, Like what, what is that conversation? Like I don't get how this isn't isn't something that they've discussed. I don't know why you would start a relationship with someone that is long distance unless you are emotionally um, on it in a way like you're the one that's emotionally um, absent. Like I think Paige is very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not unattached, but um, because I, I used to feel this way too. Like I used to love a long distance relationship or a, or a fling or whatever, because it's like you got to do your own thing and you could still have your own life. But then when they come in, it's like, or you go there, it's like a little vacation and it's great and happy, but like, that's not real life. And I think that she's just really, really avoiding, um, growing up. And I think that that's something she's obviously talked about, but I do think, when you have someone's feelings involved, such as Craig, who's like 35, I believe, 36, and he's like ready to like have kids and like he wants to get married and like he wants to do these things. I just don't think it's fair to keep someone around like that. And I've said this before. I said it on last week's podcast. Like if this was in a, di- if this was a different situation, if Paige was the one that was like, I want to get married and like, I want to have kids. Like I want to settle down. Like kids is something I really want. It's really important to me. And Craig was the one being like, no, like I like you staying where you are. Like I like living long distance. Like everybody would be saying like they need to break up and everyone would say that Craig is like a loser and a piece of shit for saying that. Like, I do think we need to respect like 
what people want, no matter if it's like a man or a woman saying it. Um, I'm such like a woke feminist icon. No, I'm kidding. Um, I just feel like it's just they just don't seem to be in a good place. I don't know. They seemed really distant. It was it was strange. Um, it's crazy that she filmed Southern Charm with him. And I guess she was down in South um, Carolina a lot. Like she was filming a lot. So I'm just kind of curious how that works out. Because also like New York and Charleston are like very different vibes. Like the people are very different. Like I just I don't know. I just feel like they're just this isn't gonna work I just feel it and I also feel like pay or Craig might be feeling a little impatient because I do think he really cares about what people think about him and the viewers and I've said this before like the fact he knows his Q score and like checks it is like very odd to me um and for those that don't know what a Q score is it's like how television networks like um they basically pull viewers and like get their opinion on like who people like and what people think and like that's why Ramona honestly was on for such a long time because despite what people were saying online she did have a really high Q score like people were really enjoying her anyway so I don't know it just it just feels um kind of sad because when he was crying that he like missed his mom's birthday um he sorry Barb is like really on my ass um (laughs) so sorry about that guys she's back and she's making her presence fucking known okay um it's it's every time I record this is what she does she loves to just like really annoy me like all day every day she doesn't want anything to do with me sometimes and it's when I'm sitting at my desk recording a fucking podcast she's like let's play I'm like let's fucking not okay anyways we took it all we brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So yeah, so Craig's crying. Paige doesn't give a fuck. He's like really upset. He's like wants her to come in the shower with him. And she's like, I don't want to do that. It's just like, do you guys like each other? Like, it's really sad. And I feel okay. So here was my theory about Craig before Barb distracted me was I think Craig, like I said, really cares about the viewers. And he really liked being this like excited new couple. Everyone was excited about Paige and Craig you know, they were like kind of turning into like a fan favorite couple until Lindsay and Carl came along. And um, I think he really wanted to move quicker because he wanted to keep that momentum kind of going like that fun, like, oh, look, they're they're dating. They're so in love. OK, now they're getting engaged and then we can do a wedding special like it can be. It was I think that that was the energy um, that he was maybe looking for. And that's I think Paige is kind of derailing that little plan, but that's just a conspiracy theory of mine. But anyway, so they have this boat day and, you know, I got to say it was kind of weird how the boats were like split. Like, why were they split up? Why couldn't they have just gotten one big boat? I 
didn't really understand that. It was kind of confusing. Did I miss something? Someone let me know. They're all getting wasted. And like everybody was like, Paige was like, this was the best day without Lindsay and Carl. I mean, coincidence. It's like, sweetie, it's the best day because you got out of fucking bed. I cannot stand these girls laying in bed. I just, it's honestly so fucking lazy. I can't believe production even like allows it. It was fun and funny during the COVID season because it's like, girl, same. Like we're all in bed watching Love Island. We're all trapped in a fucking house. Like I understood it then, but like now it's kind of like the shtick is getting old and tired because it's like, I don't tune in to fucking watch you play on your phone in bed. Like, if that's what you want to do, then don't be on a fucking TV show. It's so annoying and I hate it. Like, I hate it because it's like, this isn't fun. Like, I don't I don't care that you're making mega bed out of fucking garbage cans in your room with all your shit everywhere. Like, I don't care about that. And like, just to see them like playing on their phones and like on their laptops and like in their bed, I'm like, I don't need to see me on TV. I I don't need it to be that relatable. Like you guys don't need to be like hashtag relatable queens. You know, I just need, I need you guys to like participate. And that's why I like Sam and Gabby because they actually like do shit. They, you know, like engage with other people. I mean, when she, when Paige was going to go play that game, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, Amanda was like, Oh, you're actually going to go play the game. Like, she's like, yes. Like, they, you have to earn your fucking paycheck. And I truthfully believe that they should all give Lindsay 10% of their checks because she's the only reason they're still on this fucking show. Okay. Period. And I don't know, like I just got so mad during that mega bed, like whole portion. Cause I was just like, is this a fucking joke? Like, are we, are we serious? Are we really doing this right now? I'm just over it. It's the whole season. They're just laying in their fucking beds. Someone called them the bummer house girls. And I'm like, they are. They're just a fucking bummer. They're a bummer. Anyway. So yeah. So Paige tried to like throw that dig at, at Lindsay and Carl and try to make it seem like they're the reason the house like doesn't have fun. It's like, no, Lindsay and Carl are always down to have fun. Or at least Lindsay is. Carl, I think is over the show. Like, I don't think he, I think he's completely outgrown the show. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Um, especially if people are going to be this negative towards him. I just don't think he can handle it, frankly. And that's totally fine. Um, and then Maya gets this text from this girl about Oliver cheating on her. And guys, this might be a hot take, but what she hated him. Like, you dated him for a year. You didn't seem into him. She always like made him leave. She gave him his clothes back when he left out of the house. Like you, you can't, I'm sorry. Like you can't be that fucking shocked. She's not emotionally available. I don't think Paige is either. And this is coming from someone who used to be emotionally unavailable, but I would think it was the other person that was emotionally unavailable. And then I did a lot of self work. And then like, I worked that out that it was actually me. Um, And like it takes one to know one. So like I can spot it from a mile away. And it's like, babe, if you don't, if you're not like emotionally available for someone and you're with them for a year and like you're not spending time with them and you're not like you don't seem to have a lot of fun when they're around. And like it's just very negative. Maya has very, very, very low vibrational energy, like incredibly low. Like it's 
it's hard. I have a hard time staying awake, truthfully, when she speaks. And which sucks because it's like, I want to like Maya, but I just fucking can't. I just can't. Like, what does she do? What does she do on the show? Nothing. What does she do in life? I don't know. She's not making cookies. Never got my fucking cookies. Never forget. I'll never forget. Anyway. So they're all like drunk. Everybody's having a good time, you know, partying. They go back to the house. Carl and Lindsay took their shit and got the fuck out. Carl tried to like hide um, the stuff on camera. And Lindsay being the professional um, summer house cast member that she is. She was like, babe, you got to take that off. They got to see this. And he was like, oh, fine. He's like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> She's like, babe, this is this is why we get paid the big bucks. OK, so that made me laugh. And they come home and everyone's shit face like everyone is three shit to the wind I believe maybe there was some Adderall being taken because they were hyped the fuck up as Corey specifically Corey and Chris were just like out of their minds like testosterone raging and they put on these hats these cowboy hats that were left in Carl Lindsay's room and they were joking and they were like yeah we went shopping um in Carl Lindsay's room and Danielle was like wait what so she goes and checks it out and she's like this is so disrespectful we are not doing this. We are not those people. And like kind of got really upset, you know? And, you know, Amanda was like, I people go in my room all the time. Oh God. It's like so grating. And um, and this is coming from someone again whose voice is also grating. Um, or at least that's what I'm told. So I don't know, like I kind of understood what Danielle was doing, but I just think like this is the wrong crowd to stand up for Lindsay and Carl too, especially because they're not there. They left and um, they were just having fun. Like they were just wearing hats. Like it's really not that big of a deal. I was more concerned that Corey just kept um, like breaking the bat, breaking the beds. Um, that was concerning um, because I was like, sir, like, hello, is there like a deposit that Bravo's going to have to pay because your fucking ass keeps breaking these beds by diving on them? Like, I'm, I was concerned um, deeply about that. And and then I then like next week we get to see that um, Lindsay and Carl do come back for the finale. And Lindsay, the thing about Lindsay is I think she's been in so much therapy that she over she can almost like over therapize things and get to such a logical place which I don't think helps her in every situation um because Danielle is obviously so emotional and yes I don't really understand it I think it's insane but when Lindsay's standing there and she's being cold and not really giving Danielle an inch, I think it makes Lindsay look bad to everybody else. Even though I understand what Lindsay is doing and why she's doing it, I just think like if she just would let herself maybe get a little softer, um, especially with Danielle, I think it would probably go a long way. Because I think it also then just frustrates Danielle and makes her more angry because she's like, well, you don't give a fuck like this. Just how you're acting proves that you just don't give a fuck about me. And it's just complicated, that whole dynamic. But um, I've heard that 
um, Andy Cohen does cry at the reunion because Danielle and Lindsay, I, I think, get to a good, better place. Um, I, I'm just curious, like, where do you guys want Summer House to go from here? Do you want them to kind of recast around Sam and Gabby and Corey? Do you think Kyle still has a place in the house? Um, do you still want Paige and Sierra in the house? I mean, Maya's gone. I mean, there's no fucking way they're keeping her around. There, there's just no way. Um, Chris, sayonara, sweetie. You're you're not staying. Um, and so I don't know. Like, I'm just really curious, like, what you guys think. Please DM me um, because I'm so curious. Okay, let's take a quick little break and we will get into Real Houses, New Jersey finale. Okay, we are back with Real Houses of New Jersey. And I love when Bravo does this, when they're like 12 hours after Dolores' Irish birthday party. And it's like, oh, I love Bravo so much. Danny and I were watching New Jersey last night together and he was laughing so hard because he's like, he like doesn't, he'll watch it with me, but I never really... <laughs> because I mean I don't really like him to watch it with me because like I'm so into it and like sometimes he like makes jokes and like they're funny and then I laugh and then I miss the part and then I also have to like pause it and be like so Frank Tatani was married to Dolores but Dolores is now dating Polly and Polly and Frank like just now started to get along and he's like wait why is Frank around I'm like oh I don't have time for this like I don't have fucking time for this just you know it, yeah I <laughs> it was funny but uh yeah, so it was like really dramatic and guys, we gotta talk about Jennifer Aiden. There is something very sad and dark about what's going on with Jen and guys, her and Bill aren't going to make it. There's no fucking way this couple makes it. There's just not a chance. The fact she's like, I like whiskey or bourbon or whiskey or whatever the fuck. I'm really, I don't know my alcohols really. Um, she was like, because I don't remember, like there was something dark about that. Her showing up to the party and being like, okay, let's, let's take the edge off. You know, I, I don't know. And then this idea that she's so upset that her daughter wants to be a therapist is so fucking weird. I don't understand it. It's not like she's like, mommy, I want to be, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm trying to think like what could be bad. It, it there. It's crazy. It's like, I don't think your nine-year-old daughter is wanting to be a therapist because Margaret did one thing. I think your daughter probably wants to be a therapist because she's her parents. Uh, I don't know, her dad staying in the pool house and not spending time with his with her mom. I bet you there's a lot of fighting that goes on. I bet you there's a lot of tension in that house. Like, I just feel like it's so easy to point the blame and point fingers and Jennifer has to stop doing that and start doing some work on herself and look inward because, sweetie, your daughter doesn't want to be a therapist because of Marge. Okay. Marge Jr. She, please, let's be fucking for real. And um, not, since we're just on the topic of Jennifer, let's just get to the part in, later on in the episode when she and Margaret are going at it. And Margaret was like, yeah, well, Bill slept with his subordinate. And jennifer goes she threw herself at him and at first i was like what is she who is she talking about i thought she meant someone like at the party like tried to hit bill or something like i was so confused i felt like rachel fuda like she was like what the fuck is going on that was me because i genuinely like didn't understand what she was saying and then i rewatched it and i was like oh she's talking about the woman at 
that Bill worked with, who he had an affair with. That is so fucking gross to be like, she threw herself at him. Sweetie, you've got to be fucking kidding me. We're really doing this in 2023. We're really doing this. We're talking about affairs and cheating like that and blaming just the woman. Are you out of your fucking mind? What? Because Bill is just like aimless and like he has no mind of his own and he he couldn't think because a girl threw her pussy at him. Get the fuck out of here. It is so disgusting. I was so disgusted by that. I really was. Her being like, she threw herself at him, screaming that. Like, you've got to do some fucking work, babe. Like, you need, she needs to go to Orna on couples therapy because there's so much shit that she has to work out with herself and with Bill. If they're going to make this marriage work, if she's going to be a happy person, like I can just see Jennifer going down a dark path. Truthfully, like I'm not kidding. I can see her. I can see her like kind of leaning on like maybe drinking some wine. Like I just see it going. I don't know, like almost it it makes me nervous because I like Jen, but there's just something so dishonest about her. And I think that that's the most frustrating part is like, you know, you're watching someone constantly point fingers and, you know, have these moments and outbursts, but it's like, you need to be honest with yourself and really start to unpack this affair that you've buried deep for 10 years. Um, And now you need to unpack and work on why your husband is going into the pool house. And the fact that Bill doesn't think that that's a big deal or a problem is so fucking weird. I think Bill sucks. I don't care what anybody says. I think Bill sucks. And uh, Jennifer deserves happiness and a peace of mind. I feel like she's constantly on edge and constantly nervous that if she does something that Bill deems unacceptable or wrong, then he'll cheat on her again. Like I I just, because I think in her culture too, like it is always the woman's fault. And I feel like that's so ingrained in her. And, you know, that's probably what her family said to her. I believe it is what they said to her when they found out that Bill cheated. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. And it's, I just want her to get ahead of this. Like I want her to like work it out. Because it's just devastating to me to watch, especially because she's like a mother of five and like she's clearly under duress. Um, Yeah. Another person I really don't understand on the show is Danielle. I can't really get an I can't figure her out. I like her, but I also find her to be really dumb. Um, I I just don't get her few her like one sided feud with Rachel. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like I. I don't get it. I've tried to rewatch the episodes to try to figure out like what's going on. And she posted something very strange on Instagram the other day that like I just feel like she has like a very um, delusional perspective on filming and like the show because she's like, oh, it was like when she was talking about Ireland, she was like, it was the worst time of my life. Everyone was attacking me. I'm like, am I insane? Like I didn't see anyone fucking attack her. So this is what she said on Instagram. I could type a million things here. I could justify every action, but I'll let the story unfold. 
almost every single all cast shoot from the shore on was extremely difficult and challenging for me. I literally have knots in my stomach while clenching my teeth almost every single one. But this night I was ready. I was oddly calm. I was done taking the hits. I was hashtag activated. And she's talking about the the uh, flapper Ireland <laughs> Dolores birthday party, whatever. Um, because it's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to even make of that because I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it just makes me think like, what it, what really went on with her and her brother? Because if this is how she feels attacked when really nothing was happening to her, it's strange. It's just like really weird. I just don't get it. And like, it kind of makes me laugh. It, she kind of reminds me of like Drew Sedora, like where. She thinks she's like doing something, but in reality, like we're not like laughing with her. We're like laughing at her. That's kind of how I feel about Danielle. So they're at the flapper party. Polly's house has so many stairs. Chris Lewis and I were texting last night about the house and we were like, it's a beautiful house, but like there's so many nooks and crannies and sharp edges and there's so many stairs. There's so many layers of this house. It's like a seven layer cake of a house. I just don't really understand. Like people were flying up and down the stairs. I... I can't, I need, I can't make heads or tails of, of his house, of his layout. Anyway, it was like making us laugh really hard. Cause it was just like, I don't know, like watching like Jennifer go down the stairs and Teresa come down the stairs and they're all going up the stairs. It's like so crazy. Anyway, um, Dolores looks absolutely stunning. She's glowing. She's radiating happiness. Everybody, you know, can tell that her and Polly are definitely, definitely going to get engaged. I pray to God we find nothing bad out about Polly. I know he's still married, but maybe he's separated. Who knows? Things like that can take a long time. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to justify it in my head, um, as you can see, because I just want Dolores to be happy and she just really seems so happy. Like the fact that he's like willing to like throw this party with her and he's willing to like participate. It's kind of okay bear with me kind of reminds me of like when we met um Patrick and Stassi like that's kind of how I felt about David I was like who the fuck is this guy like he's a fucking bum not a bum he's a you know a child uh OBGYN like he delivers babies so he's not like a total bum but you guys get what I'm saying like he never wanted to participate he never wanted to be around when he was around he was kind of like ugh, like a drag and then Stasi met Bo and Bo was like ready to play the game he was like ready to be on TV he was like ready but not in like a thirsty way like not in a way where I felt like he was trying to be famous but he was doing it more to like support her and that's how I kind of feel about Polly and Dolores like I don't think he's trying to be famous I just think he like loves her and it's like okay this is part of your world I'm let's fucking go babe let's throw this let's throw the slapper party i'll get some irish dancers we'll we'll make irish food also dolores being like what's better than irish food danny and i both looked at each other and we were like everything like i i'm sorry is this mean i don't think irish food is good i also don't think french food is very good I, maybe i have the palate of like an eight-year-old i just don't like it um i think irish food is like mush like there's just like it's all gray and brown i don't know no disrespect to any of the Irish listeners. Um, love you guys. But I feel like there's there's better food out there. Like, I don't know. Italian food is, I don't know, better to me than Irish food. But anyway, so there's this party. Danielle's like, I got to tell. I got to tell Melissa. I got to tell Melissa. And Jennifer's like, you can't tell Melissa. She's like, I'm telling Melissa. And then she goes, Melissa, come here. 
And then they go and they sit. And she tells Melissa the rumor about the boy in the car making out. And Melissa drops the bomb that she's not about this for six months. She's like, yeah, I know about this. Do you know why I know about this? Uh, Because Teresa called my husband over for a secret meeting to tell him about this rumor. She goes, but I've been putting it aside for six months to just get through this fucking wedding. That right there speaks to Melissa's character. And I don't understand how anybody cannot fucking see that. I got to tell you guys, I was on Twitter this morning and on Instagram and the tree huggers have been quiet. Oh, they've been very quiet. Normally, normally they're all like freaking out, you know, peddling their little conspiracy theories, twisting and turning and doing mental gymnastics to try to make Teresa seem to be like a good person. She's not. And great TV, horrible person. Actually, I would argue that she's not even that good of TV anymore. This season, she seemed very checked out. But anyway, um, so Melissa's like, I've really just set this aside for six months because we just want to get through this wedding. We wanted to support her. But now that this is out and people are talking about it and Teresa, we know, told Jennifer, who then told Danielle. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. And so Melissa's like, you have to um, get get Teresa over here. Melissa is fired the fuck up. And I'm like, finally, I've been waiting for Melissa has been taking it. She's like taking it in stride every hit. She's like, like what Danielle thinks that she's doing with her. Like, I've been taking hits. It's like, no, Melissa's actually been taking hits, sweetie pie. Melissa. She's been taking that montage of like all the things Teresa has said about her. And then for for Melissa to be like, yeah, like we've let the biggest shit go. Like we've let it go. We've moved on. Like we've been trying to forgive. Like we've we've let this shit go. She's like, but she hates me so much that she wants her brother to get divorced. And she's like, we've been together for 20 years like we're not going anywhere. And I don't believe Melissa did this. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think that. And when Joe said like, they've got the wrong girl, I was like, fuck yeah, Joe. Like the fact that he stands by his wife and he was so until like the point him and Louie almost got into a physical altercation. Um, he was pretty calm because he just is like, I can't believe this is my life. Him and Melissa are so done. They seem so exhausted. They're ready to let go they're ready to move on and the fact that Teresa can't see that is so because she's so fucking delusional and she lives on her own planet and Louie is the scariest fucking person Danny was even a little scared I think he was like what's up with this guy I'm like he goes why are his eyes like that I go because he's terrifying he's like I'm a winner I'm a winner I'm winning she's winning it's like what the fuck are you doing you're ruining a relationship because you want to control Teresa. That's the problem is that anybody who has anything negative to say about Louis or can question him, he doesn't want around because he wants to control Teresa. And I'll get to watch what happens live in a minute because I saw a clip that I was not happy about. But Melissa's like 
kind of coming for Teresa and she's in her in her right because she's been fucking taking it. She like never really yells at Teresa. There's like never really been moments in this show where you see Melissa, I think, go below the belt um, with Teresa. And that's just my opinion. But I don't know. It just I was so proud of her. I was like, get it, girl. Like, fuck this bitch. Like, fuck Teresa. In this moment, like I was done with Tree. Like, I'm like, I'm done with her. I heard New Jersey's going on a pause. Um, I hope that they start filming maybe in the fall or the winter. I do think like they just need a little break. I don't want them to like recast. This might be a hot take, but like I want to see how this all kind of like continues to play out because guys, my heart was racing the whole time. I know everyone's exhausted by it, but like I was kind of like living for it because of Melissa has like this kind of energy where she's coming for Trey. I'm like, okay, like I'm about this. I'm about this life. Like if you're going to like step up, if you're going to be done with this relationship and you're going to finally step up, like I'm, this is what I want to watch. So it makes me kind of curious, like how the reunion went, um, you know, because I can only imagine talking Teresa, but again, it is frustrating because Teresa is really, um, not very cerebral and, um, a very, very frustrating. I probably to be related to someone like that who can hold a grudge and never let it go and twist things and make up lies and do whatever and get into the semantics because that's what she likes to do. She, Teresa will then be really into the semantics of everything um, to try to say that to try to prove to you that like this didn't happen or this didn't happen the way you think. And she's like, well, Louie was actually the one that called. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter who called him. It doesn't matter. You were there. You had the conversation. Like, it doesn't matter who called. I don't understand. Like, she was like, they just, everything they want to point in at Teresa. I'm like, yes, because you did this. Like, what are you fucking talking about? You stupid idiot. Like, I'm like so heated because it's just, it was so frustrating to watch. Like, she just doesn't fucking get it. And then Louis is like loving this. He's like loving this chaos. He's loving this fighting. He's loving it. He's smiling. Joe, to me, just looked really sad and just like really over it. And um, like him and Melissa were like, even Joe like looked at Danielle. He was like, Danielle, like, it's really not that serious. Like, I don't believe it. So like, who cares? Like, move on. It's not that serious to us. Um, And Louis then brings up this man named Bo Deedle. He's like, Bo Deedle, Bo Deedle. And I'm like, who the fuck is Bo Deedle? So Bo Deedle is like a retired cop, private investigator. And he basically says that as a threat to Joe and everybody there being like, we, I know things about everybody here. I know things about you. And obviously that's when the physical fight ensues. And I can tell you guys, I'm attracted to a man named Nate, Danielle's husband. I don't know why I'm attracted to him. Um, in that moment when he was like trying to hold back Louie, I was like, who's that? He's looking good. But then I look at him other times. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, but in that moment, I was attracted. Uh, Chris told me to talk to my therapist about that. And um, I will be bringing that up. Thank you. And I don't know, like it was just utter chaos. And then Marge gets involved with Danielle. I'm like, I don't get Danielle's whole thing with Marge being like, I got you for who you really fucking are. Like, I see you. And then she's just slapping her ass. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I truly don't understand what's going on. It was so chaotic. And poor Dolores and Polly, like they're just standing in the corner like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? And the thing that I feel bad for Dolores is like, I really do think that she thinks Teresa is wrong. But 
she's so loyal that I don't know if she's capable of like really saying that publicly because you can just tell that she definitely thinks Teresa's very wrong in the situation and um I don't know it was just really chaotic and this idea that like they think Marge has this like arsenal it's like well no like everyone gets fed information all the time I get fed information on Bravo Historian. I'm sure all of the housewives get DMs about everybody all the time. Like, it doesn't mean you have an arsenal. It's just called being in the public eye and people tell you shit. Like, that's, am I crazy? But yeah, I just don't understand Danielle's like whole issue with Marge. And she's like, I gotcha. It's like, got her. Like, what are you talking about? It was so weird. So weird. Um, I don't know. I just think Daniel's really dumb. And then, you know, Melissa's not coming to the wedding. Her and Joe. She's like, I'm not going to that wedding. And Teresa told, you know, Dolores told Teresa that. Then Louis got really weird about this investigator and almost was like threatening Dolores and Jennifer being like, I have stuff on everybody and like looked right at them. And I'm like, you're disgusting. Like, to sit there and, like, talk about someone's arsenal, but yet Louie has, like, hired a private investigator. And then, on Watch It Happens, I have Andy asked that question, basically. It was like, how can you come at Marge about this arsenal when Louis actually, phys- like, hired someone? And she's like, well, Louis didn't hire anybody. He was just saying that. He was just saying that. And Andy was like, that's a really weird thing to say. He was like, yeah. And Louie was like, yeah, like we didn't do that. I was just saying it. I was just saying it. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are so fucking stupid. Like he's going to run Teresa into the fucking ground. He's going to take all her money. He's going to go to prison. He's just, I trust me, like uh, it's not going to be good. I just don't see this. This is bad. Louie's a bad guy. I think he's wor- worse than Brooks. I'm going to say it. I think he's worse than Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit with that. Well, you guys, wow. Next week we have the reunion. I'm excited. I can't wait to get the fuck into that. Um, Vanderpump Rules is tonight, you guys. I'm counting down. I have everything, you know, my calendar is completely empty because I have to watch it. And Ariana's going to be on Watch It Happens Live. Probably going to be the highest episode of Watch It Happens Live ever. You know, can't wait. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. I will be having an amazing guest on tomorrow secret guest and um wow you guys this was fun and thank you guys so much for listening please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and i will see you guys on friday bye Media Production.